I don't, did you, I don't know, like, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JD. That's when I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. podcasting partner and we're at JD's. Awesome. We are in the same room, which is so fun. Yay. I'm in the state. I'm in the state. I'm having a blast. Um, and uh, we thought that this would be a great uh, show for her to uh, to sit in on and um, she's risky, but that's okay. <laughs> Life is all about risk, right? Right. Just gathering all the over fifties and bringing them into this. Right. right. All the over fifties and There's bringing them in. A whole group coming in a little while. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. It'll be a party. We're going to give right. tours. We're going to give tours. Um, so you, uh, when you emailed me, um, this morning, you said, are, are we going to wing it or do you have a topic? And I said, yeah. I thought perhaps we should discuss communication yeah. Here's my thinking. If you've never been a good communicator and you're over 50, my question is, are you capable of becoming one? Or Absolutely. Are you, are, really? Yeah. Like, okay. That's There's surprising. Hope. There's hope. That's okay. My, yeah. My thought was, you know, when we say, we say we're so set in our ways and that I know. can to anything. So I'm wondering. But if you're over 50 and you read a new recipe, can you make something that you've never made before? Well, yes, <laughs> you are correct. Because that's very true. Because yes. I, um, yeah, like I feel like there's so many things that we've learned along the way too. That's a plus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've learned along the way, such as like, don't <clears throat> Don't go to bed angry. Don't raise your voice. Don't take a defensive reaction. Like all those kinds of things. But when you're in the heat of it, mm -hmm. you forget them all. Oh, yeah. You forget them all. You oh, can do yeah. every single one of them. <laughs> so are there ways to like, is there, is there, is there a, a like what, take it from there. <laughs> I feel like I don't, I can't even ask, I can't us. even ask the right question. Yes. Just like, well, you're right. Our brains get hijacked. Um, and, and here's the thing. Our brains get hijacked when we feel threatened, right? So when we feel threatened, we go from the prefrontal cortex as part of our brain into that lizard brain. You've heard of lizard brain. Um, no, no, but I want to know. Oh, more. so lizard brain yeah, is like, uh, yeah, it's that really primitive part of the brain that where we, we can't like be rational and emotional at the same time. We're just in survival mode. Yeah. So that's what you want to avoid is triggering that in one another. You're going to trigger it sometimes anyway, but um, what's really helpful is to, first of all, to when there's a difficult conversation to be had, it's more about being really connected and friendly first before even the communication skills come into place. Okay. So things like, I'm never gonna talk to my partner from a standing up position when she's sitting down oh. because that that's, you know, there, there's a sense of threat in that. Um, we're not gonna sit next to each other to have a conversation. We're gonna sit eye to eye, face to face. And, and part of the reason is 
well, there's a whole bunch of reasons, but when we're looking at one another, we're able to read our microfacial movements and get a much better scan on, oh yeah, you're safe. Versus if we're peripheral, we're more likely to feel threatened. Wow. Uh, okay. Including a little bit of touch, like putting your hand on your partner's arm or her knee, or right, right, right. you know, running your hands through her hair for a second. Oh, that's oh. nice. I mean, <laughs> even I just feel myself grabbing a handful. Oh, I cannot see gentleness. Uh, I was gonna say, like, even like sometimes people tend to like get up and walk away and maybe just go in the other room or go in the other part of the room. Like, I think it's important to stay looking at each other face to face. You're right. You know, like they don't, they or, can't is it like the, I need a minute someone. Yeah. The, I need okay. a minute is hard because it um, breaks it, the flow. It does. Yeah. You kind of feel like almost emotionally hung up on like, yeah, kind of like, absolutely. And, and sometimes we do need a minute. Uh, it's it's going to be much better for both of you if you just say, "Hey, I, I need a minute. I really care about what you're talking about. Just give me give me a couple of minutes so I can get back to my calm place." Um, yeah. Versus, I'm going to walk out of the room and you're going to feel abandoned, and therefore you're going to get all tripped up and triggered. Right, um, right. And so then the next time we talk, it's going to be like, <sighs> "Yes, exactly." And is like. Do you agree with this? Like, are you getting, you get- like, I have you, like two things. Okay. First of all, I, I love the recipe um, Analogy, reference yeah, yeah. because it it's kind of hopeful, but also if you've had like baked apples one way for 50 plus years, like, are you gonna adjust to that new baked apple recipe mm -hmm. immediately? I'm thinking no, speaking from my perspective. Yeah. But I also, but I'm also willing to try. I like that idea and I'm willing mm -hmm. to try. So, but apart from that, you're describing a situation or a scenario where, where folks are the same, where they're willing to address conflict the same way. So let's see, hypothetically, if somebody's like an explosive, screaming, emotional person and the partner is a very calm, um, very need to process slowly, cannot react while, you know, while there's hoopla mm -hmm. kind of person. So where, where is the safety space for either either couples or just two individuals that are having a conversation. Yeah, <laughs> you could see that in, in the background, couldn't you? Um, <laughs> so you have to create the safety space. And I think one of the things that helps is to, is to ask, is this a good time for us to talk? Because if my partner or the other person I'm talking to is like, upset or angry or really hungry or getting ready to go to bed or a variety of reasons, they're not in a good place to talk. Mm -hmm. If you just start in, they're going to immediately get into that escalated kind right. of space that you're describing. It's Donna, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so check out, is this a good time to talk? Now that whole idea of we'll never go to bed angry. Let me can I just call bullshit on that? Because yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many weddings have we been to where the old people are giving advice and that's the advice? That's right. it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You're so right. That's yeah. the old people advice. Yes. Yeah. Old school. So here's the thing. You can be in some discord because you haven't had a chance yet to have 
the conversation all the way through right and still know you love each other but exactly. you might be a little bit upset before you yeah. go to bed right yeah. and so yeah. you you can I'm kind of pissed at you and we don't have time to talk about this we'll do it tomorrow right right, right. yeah yeah that's, that's okay that's that's I'm angry or a little bit miffed or kind of frustrated and I still love you you're my person let's get a good night's sleep for God's sake, let's not stay up talking about this till right. two in the morning. That doesn't benefit anybody. Yeah. I love yeah. that point. That's true because That's huge. sometimes you could get, if you drag it on, you could get where you're going through the night with it and then you're exhausted. Oh, yeah. and, and you're not yeah. you're saying yeah. anymore. And you're pissed the whole right. next day at work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It is. That's, that's so, so true. I'm, that myth busted. That's how I feel about yes. that. That was Let's a, myth, out. That was a myth buster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to go back to what Donna was asking, though, which is, okay, first of all, check it out. Is this a good time for us to talk? And that will help right out of the gate. That's going to help not escalate. But then the thing is, the person that tends toward getting upset and escalating, you got to can the conversation. When all right? It, starts, it doesn't it, help yeah. to push through when one of you is, you know, in the lizard brain, um, and, and that's usually because that person feels a little bit threatened, um, it's never worked to have a conversation at that level of elevation. So if you can have an agreement that, you know, when that happens, we're going to do something else for a little while, and then we'll come back to it when we're yeah. both calm. Yeah, you really can't push through yeah. something like that. It's only yeah. going to get worse from there. Like, I, I feel like as I've gotten older, um, I've changed a little bit, whereas I was extremely reactionary and it's probably Gemma's influence, you know, because she will not engage. My wife will yeah. not engage yeah. Yeah. if I'm but in a state. But doesn't that just state. fire you up further? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> really? That's fires my, you up further? My thing. I, yeah. I, no. That escalates me further and quicker. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate because I already know it's coming. Mm -hmm. Like I already mm -hmm. know it's going yeah. to go that way. Yeah. And and I know that there's absolutely no resolution. There's no conversation. There's no there's no kindness left. Well, no, no like my that. thought is that we're going to get nowhere if she's not if if this is if you know if she's wow. uh, yeah if it's only me acting like a, like an idiot like I'm I'm going to look like the idiot you, you know that's so a good, just, yeah <laughs> that really is I'm just going to suck it up and wait until we're, we can <laughs> we can have this conversation but she's very um, logical brain all the time. You know, it so sounds she, like you trust her, Denise, that when she says, yeah. hey, we got to table this, yep. you trust that she's going to come back totally, and that, and that totally. you all will have the conversation yeah. when you're both calm. Yeah, but I, and I, I don't know. I feel like maybe it's because her mom is a therapist. Her mom is a therapist. So she's probably picked up some good stuff along the way, you know. So that, I think that's where the trust comes from, because like I said, she's a lot younger than me. So I can't walk, I, you know. Whereas I should, I should be walking around like a know-it-all, but um, no, it doesn't work that way. I just feel like she might have a little more uh, background information that's helpful in those situations because yeah, I'm, I, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say explosive. I'm just like extremely reactionary. Like you can yeah. get on my face. I can't hide it. It's just going to yeah. happen. You can't, I can't shut my face off. It doesn't work. You know what? I think that's a great you know what I mean? Right? That's a great point, Donna, because I was thinking that as, as you, you were saying it, as Denise was saying it, because I remember growing up, I used to wait by the bus stop 
across the street next to the house where these, these two, the husband and wife were fighting every oh single God. morning. And you could hear them scream. Well, the woman, the wife was screaming. And then the husband would come out of the house, leaving for work. And she'd be going, is that all the love you have for me? And he'd be like, yes, dear. And he would just walk and go to his car <laughs> and drive away. And that made her more infuriated. She'd yeah. be like, oh my God. running after the car down the street. Ooh. So I kind of would be like more like Donna. So that's great that you can. Yeah, really it, it didn't. I wasn't always in. like that. I do feel like it, that, like I have really learned to, uh, you know, to be better, mm. <laughs> to be better at um, not being so volatile and reactionary and all that. And just Take, take her lead, <laughs> take her lead on this. Yeah. But what do you do when one person is like that? Dr. When you Stan, know it, like, like when, when you know when that it's you coming, you can't. Is, yeah. Yeah. You have to really probably, does the person that, that doesn't react try to give a little more to react or is it always on the person that, is you the know, is louder. Yeah. louder. Does louder always win? Uh, louder doesn't all, I mean, what's a win? If the win is that we get through this conversation and come up with a mutual agreement we we both love, then, um, you know, that the louder person doesn't win. Um, I, you know, I think it's about having some agreements around this. Doesn't win. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just ha having some agreements. So, so if one of you is fiery, okay, that's my, my wife's fierier than I am. That's just going to happen. That's wired in. Um, and, and if we have an agreement that if if it's getting too fiery, that I just say, hey, let's let's take a few minutes to to chill. Right. And, and she trusts me that I'm going to come back to the conversation. See that that's what a lot of the fiery ones fear is that we'll never have this conversation. It's now or never. And so yeah. if if you can really practice that agreement of yeah, we'll. It, it's now or later, not now or never. And we'll come back. We'll resolve this. Yes. That's really important. Is there a reason do you think why um, why why there's a uh, people have a more defensive nature about them as opposed to you know just processing something like they feel blamed all the time. Yeah. Like, that's the, like I hate a blame game. I really mm -hmm. do hate a blame game. Like that's, I just feel like there's a million. Yeah, so so I, I think that um, to be one. I think it's a this is a two way street. Um, sometimes people, the the person speaking is blaming or accusing or critical or threatening, and that's going to automatically elicit a defensive response. Yeah, and so the person speaking has to be really aware of, okay, this is about me. This isn't about you. I'm not going to blame. I'm not going to criticize. So that that's half the equation. The other half is that some of us are, or how do I want to say it? We have a sensitivity to criticism because we had critical parenting usually. Upbringing, like something in their right? past. Yeah, yeah. So in any of us that had a critical parent or two critical parents automatically have a sensitivity yeah. to criticism, which means we read, we, we, we read it even when it's not there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, and so that that are that brings on a tendency for defensiveness. And you, do you feel like prefacing by saying, "I'm not blaming you," 
helps or do they uh, automatically get their cackles off like it gets them yeah I, I mean I, I think um whether it's stated or not if the, the person speaking is really aware of not being blaming that helps and then when you're the listener to to do a little bit of mindfulness at, it, you know just, just some self-talk around this is my partner's problem this isn't about this isn't me mm-hmm. if she calls me a chair it doesn't mean I'm a chair right um, right and yeah, and so you know again both people have some there's room to grow from both sides it's true yeah do you think about that so and that that's absolutely true yeah. but i'm curious if we take this away from the personal conflict right take this yeah. into something like vacation planning or oh my God, yeah. redecorating a mm-hmm. room road trip yeah or caring for <laughs> a, a parent or a child or an animal like those conflicts yeah. are not those conflicts are not like at each other they're about yeah. Yeah. so yeah. how how would you recommend like what are some suggestions to kind of come at those like inanimate pieces if you will mm-hmm that then don't turn into a personal attack or a personal fear? Good question. It is a good question. Thank you for that. Um, I think the first thing is, is to remember and let's remind each other, we're on the same team. We're, we want the same thing. And so the, our, our task here is, is to figure out what's a win-win, what's, what works for both of us. Um, and I think in the process of talking about it then, it goes back to taking turns, <laughs> you know, let, let me share all my thoughts about this vacation. I'm just going to like word vomit, right? I'm just going to share everything on my mind. Right. Please don't, you know, let, you don't have to solve this. Let me just get it out. I want you to hear me, understand me, get where I'm coming from. And then we'll take turns. And then once we both really understand each other, then you're in a position to create the decision-making or the negotiation or the problem-solving. We tend to jump to solving problems way prematurely. And until we understand each other, we're never going to land a good solution. Um, So we're on the same team. We are not the enemy. And let's take turns and really hear each other out. That's funny. The first, the minute, like for instance, my wife and I were watching this reality show with this comedian that went on this awesome cruise to Norway over Christmas. And, you know, it was cold and it was snowy, but they got to see the Northern lights and they got to go see different towns in Norway at the different stops along the way. And she was like, we should totally do that. Don't you think we should do that? We should do that. And I was like, "Eh." she was like, all right, listen, what are your concerns? <laughs> like that was the first thing she said. That's awesome. Concerns. Like she just wanted, just, just want to know why you don't want to do this really cool thing. And I'm like, it's going to be cold. We're going to have to pack a lot of snowsuits. My feet get cold so fast. Like, She's just like, like easily solved. Right things, there right? she goes, like wool socks, you know, wool socks, puffy jacket. She's on like, Amazon getting this yeah. stuff. I swear to God, like that's, that's totally fifty and older and fifty and under, right there. Yeah, yeah. right there. But that's her like problem solving. Just kicks. Yeah. What are your concerns? Like that's yeah. That's Let me fix this for you. Let me fix it now. If what are what are your concerns? Really, was just coming out of curiosity to understand you and and not to like solve the problem right no um, yeah because i would say a little bit of both a little bit yeah. of both. so the curiosity aspect of it is brilliant yeah, right? Be- yeah. because it be- because that helps you 
actually process what why am i reacting this way yeah, let's explore this together right yeah. that's usually what happens after i get them all out and then i i hear <laughs> i hear how stupid they are you, you know then i go <laughs> Them, yeah. 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 Good, yeah, a good listener you, help, helps. Uh, yeah. you know, it just boils down to, I just don't want to leave the house. Yeah, I just really don't want to go out. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It, that is, it, it's true. Like, but that is a, a really, you know, it does, and it makes you feel heard. Like, I will say that it will. It, it makes you feel heard when when that's, that's the true. response and not, oh my God, you never want to do anything. Right. You know, that, that's, that's never, true. you know, yeah. so you do feel like a little bit hurt. So that's what I mean. Like she's got the, you know, the, yeah. that communication part down. Incredibly mature. And she's the younger one. Which is <laughs> look, how, cool. look at how incredulous <laughs> her face is. <laughs> and she's the younger one. I know, yeah. I know. But that was why I wanted to discuss this because I do feel like, that set in setting your ways thing applies to so many different things, you know, it could be the way you keep your house, could be the way you drive, mm -hmm. could be the, you know, the way you, you know, but like, that's why I'm wondering, like, do we all um, have it in us uh, even at a certain age to, to learn more and to do better. And to, especially where communication is concerned, because when we had talked last time, we talked about how much time over the last, past few years we've all spent alone mm -hmm. you know i mean if you don't have a partner i can't even imagine what that had to have been like mm -hmm. you know i was like going i can't imagine during lockdown um doing it in an apartment and not having any backyard or green space because mm -hmm. i feel like my backyard saved me mm -hmm. yeah. you know like yeah. just having a little bit of green or just getting some air or being able to like my wife would go sit in the middle of the lawn and read a book Ooh, or, yeah. you know, and not feel like, you had, you know, like I could not imagine doing it in like a one bedroom flat mm -hmm. with no mm -hmm. balcony or yeah. no green space or anything. So that kind of aloneness makes you tend to believe everything you're replaying in your head, mm -hmm. you know, That's and true. if you don't have someone to bang it off of, or, mm -hmm. you know, talk about for them to go, Oh no, that's no don't think like that that what you bang with yeah yeah so um yeah that's why i was like thinking you know can we change the way we approach communicating at a, and i think so i think it hinges on willingness right if right. we have the willingness then i think yes it's just about building new habits which as you pointed out doesn't happen overnight you know right. you don't expect to go from I've been in this pattern for 50 years. So suddenly I'm going to be a, you know, a ninja communicator, probably not. Right. However, if you're willing, you can start creating new habits around communication that can make an enormous difference. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think you got to kind of be aware that you, there is room for growth, you know, like you have to be aware that there, that there's room for it. Yeah. Yeah, like absolutely. You got to recognize that in, in yourself. And that's hard, you know, for mm -hmm, like a person mm -hmm. that comes from a critical background, like we were saying, mm -hmm. you know, like for them to be the ones to say, you know, maybe, maybe I am defensive or, you know, like maybe, yeah. I, maybe I do react. Are you? Uh -huh. oh, no, no, I was. I was, I was oh. No, no, no. I was like, I was like acknowledging the point because, yes. because, yeah. because in, in a, in a in a coupled relationship, like in a partnership, in a relationship that's that's longer term and maybe ongoing for years, like I feel like there has to be a point where, say, the you know escalated more escalated person might need to have a conversation with the less escalated person and say, I'm I would like to like inform, like I like like yeah. a person like me would have to inform 
my wife, like, I would like to learn a different way of communication so that I'm not always like screaming and bouncing off the walls. And this is my intent. So I'm hoping you can work with me. Like, I don't feel like I can just walk into the next conversation. And yeah, be different. What I hear you saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. feel like that would fly. I would like, not imagine her wife's face going. Yeah, no, no, you're talking about going meta. Trust. I think that would that would set off distrust if I exactly. suddenly decided to just like not uh -huh. scream at the top of my lung and, and fight about the color of the sponge on the sink uh -huh. instead uh -huh. of what I'm really upset about, right? Uh -huh. So there's, there's, I think, I think, I think part of like being older and acknowledging our, our ways aren't working necessarily for our partner or our friends or our family is to like set that intention. Like we have to yeah. say, I would love say, to not be the same yeah. person. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's yeah. And it's like having a conversation about conversation. It's going meta. You're going to go meta and say, okay, this is our pattern. This is my part in it. I think I want to change that. And I'm going to, I, so I don't want to weird you out next time we talk. And I say, I, what I hear you saying is, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's always the other factor. If you are Italian, there's that whole <laughs> other thing 100%. that you have to like, <laughs> you got to sit you on know, your hands. Right. You got to sit you on know, your hands. Sometimes like I'm, cause I happen to be Italian and you just, you react like, you know, we just, we, we happen to argue a little more passionately. This is a nice That's way to a put really it. really nice way to put it. <laughs> really. We're allowed. My mother you know, passionately but... argued with wooden spoons when I was growing up. So <laughs> and I, I know it. like my ex uh, was like really um, not that way and grew up in a family that was very quiet. In fact, mm -hmm. when they got upset with each other, they never even talked about it to the point that when they finally did, they just never talked to each other again, again. for like the next 10 so years. So it's not great so that way So I either. always write. So yeah. I always argued, well, we might be yelling at each other, but then we're going to lunch later together. Yeah, you know, yeah, and we're yeah. not, you know, we're not going to be holding on to it because we get it out. But, oh, yeah. but if, if, but if someone doesn't grow up in an Italian or, you know, a passionately <laughs> arguable family, like yeah. um, the, it's, it scares them a little. It, like, oh, yeah. And then they'll retreat oh, yeah. and not say anything, which yeah. is what happened to me in that relationship. Yeah. And the communication was like none because then we just didn't talk about it. Because she so. thought like if you and her talked to you, were going to act like you are when you're with your family. No, oh, like it you was would have just a big that, reaction. Yeah, it was just like, well, this was actually with my ex-husband and oh. he just wouldn't say anything then. So I never knew how he felt about oh, anything. Yeah. So I would think he was fine with it and he really wasn't. Was so, yeah, yeah. So, and then yeah, I- would, He, he was probably avoidant in terms of his relationships. Yes, yes. Oh. And that was part of his family culture. That was his family culture because yeah. he didn't want to ever lose the relationships like with the people because of the- of the history of the people in his family. He had people that didn't speak to each other for decades, uh -huh. aunts, uh -huh. uncles, and you know, brothers and sisters. So for because he didn't want to lose the relationship, he just uh -huh. never touched. They would say, I'm not touching it. That was I'm not touching like it the with joke, a joke, you know. Yeah. I'm not touching it, you know. Yeah. And it's uh -huh. so and then so that kind of happened in our relationship and the communication was really none. Where yeah. I but I was also the one that would start yelling about stuff. And then when I don't get the reaction, like you were saying, I try to get like, you know, more of like something, like give me mm -hmm. something. And then yeah. you don't yeah. get anything. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's hard to navigate that also. I was I was always embarrassed to bring people. Like I 
I would really have to think it through before I would expose someone to my <laughs> group, my family, you know, like you warn them the whole way to the, <laughs> you warn them the whole way to the dinner. Like, look, this is not going to be like anything you've ever seen before. <laughs> you know, like when we brought Hazel to my wedding reception, who's like my friend, who's like really British, like he's quintessentially British and so polite and so mild mannered and everything, you know, and I'm bringing her to my wedding reception and I, and it was, she was the reason we were late. So she thought they were all going to be gunning for her. And like the whole way, I would just have to say, like, think of it as a movie <laughs> and the, that you never have to watch again. You're never going to have to see this again. You just got to get through this. Awesome. And she really did really well. And it was really funny. At one point, I remember her telling she was telling my cousin this whole story. And then at the very end, she goes, you haven't understood a word I've said, have you? And my cousin went, <laughs> Yes, I mean, but uh, yeah, like I get it. Like we are, it's a, it's a really different experience when you, whether right. you're Jewish, whether you're Italian, True. and you're bring, throwing someone in the mix. We're it's a loud thing. thing. Yeah, it's very yeah. loud. Yeah, I don't know why, but I, it seems like I've always gone like, like Kathy was super quiet. You know, Gemma's very quiet. Gemma will say, "I cannot believe how much you and your mother talk." <laughs> like you don't. There's no silence ever. It's never just a, like everybody just stops talking at one time. I'm like, no, you're right. Yeah. It doesn't happen. She was like, my me and my mom can sit in the same room and each read a book and not even say anything to each other. I'm like, that's uh -huh. weird. You know, <laughs> I know. So right, like that's just something. Yeah, and and odds are we're attracted to people different than us, right? And then and then so the different. challenge arises. How, so how are we going to be? Well, that's what I wanted to ask you, uh, Dr. Spam. Like, what do you suggest when two people get together? As say, in the, even in the very beginning of the relationship, and they know they're different. One is the quiet one, and one is the very demonstrative, loud person. Like, does that <laughs> like we're not twenty? Is that's that harsh. doomed that's to harsh. not work? Demonstrative. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I think it can. I think it can work. Wouldn't Wouldn't yeah. life be boring if we were all the same? Right. Um, right. Yeah, I think it can work. I, I think the the I think the commitment is we're going to have these difficult conversations. We're not going to shy away from them. And if I'm the feisty one, I'm going to really work at, at keeping my volume at a decibel Reasonable. that doesn't make you freaked out, right? Because some people get, literally, they their reflex is something is dangerous here, mm -hmm. right? Right. Uh, the, the last time this happened in my family, 10 years ago, they didn't speak to each other for a decade. That, that's some serious reason yeah. to avoid difficult conversations. So if you have a conversation that we're going to make this safe so that we can have all manner of conversation, mm -hmm. I'm going to make it safe for you by yeah. toning down and you're going to make it safe for me by staying in the room. Yeah. Right. And staying right. engaged and being willing to open your mouth and share your feelings. Do you feel like that's something... Um, before when we were talking about how you, you community, you know, when you're, when you're dating, when you're first dating or whatever, like mm -hmm. communication, that you're talking until all hours of the night, you're on the phone, you fall asleep together, you know, all that kind of stuff. But is that stuff that you, you hang up first, do we, is that something like we talk about then? Like, do you say, you, like, yeah, you... I, I think you start talking about it then. I think that, that that phase of a relationship 
there's we're all hopped up on those love chemicals that make us you know I mean we may or may not take that in because at at that stage we're so focused on our similarities right and on you know oh you know, we can never we read each other's minds we'll right. never we'll fight. Fight. on everything <laughs> all the me too's oh, yeah. me too, me too. Yeah, yeah so so it's a little you know that yes start the conversation then and it's not going to feel that real because that 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 first stage is really about falling in love Connect, trusting yeah. each other we we and it's not fake but we naturally bring our best selves to that that stage of the relationship right, right. thank god yeah right and it, and like we'd, we'd both be single hot mess. Uh, <laughs> hi hi i'm denise i'm a hot mess it's lovely uh, to meet you, you you know Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, th I think probably just to have an ongoing conversation about that. Right. That, that's um, like super important. Like that's, a, this is why I wanted to like talk about that kind of stuff because we, especially like I've been in a relationship for so long, like I don't remember what it was like dating and we, yeah. were, we were, you know, specifically talked about what it'd be like to date right, in your right. 50s, but then yes. what it's like well, you're well into the relationship mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and there's things that you want to change or, or, or make better or, or, you know, like communication just always seems to be at the top of the list. Like you can't, always, you yeah. can't um, ever be best. Like you can, there's always room for improvement, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So that's, that was why it was important to have these talks, but I, I appreciate you doing this because I know you've got uh, a busy day ahead of you <laughs> from here. You are welcome. It's uh, fun to hop on with all of you and um, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, you know, we'll 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 check our schedules and we'll see when the next good time will be. Um, oh, I'll, I'll be yay. back in the cold. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, when are you going back? The seventh. Seventh. We only yeah. have a couple more weeks. Not even. Not even. Not, not even. even. Where are we? I know. Going? Don't don't make me think about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Enjoy enjoy the rest of your time here and soak in the sun. Well, thank yeah. you. Really important. She's, she's an important contact. Donna works. Tell her where you work and what you do, real quick. This uh, is great. I work this is great. for um, CenturyLink, which is a, a large LGBTQ nonprofit, and we are the the association of LGBT community centers worldwide. And wow. Mostly here in Fort Lauderdale, and I'm the communications and projects manager. How many times Well, thank you for what you do. That, that's awesome. I love yeah. it. I, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Absolute 100% passion. It's yeah, that could, this could be a good cool. connect. This could be a good connection. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but yeah. I will, I'll email you uh, our schedule coming up yeah. in um, March, and we'll see if you have any availabilities towards the end of March. And we'll see if we can come back and think of some cool topics again. Awesome. And cool. And helpful. I wanted to ask you, do you have, um, I might have asked you this the last time you were on, do you do Zoom sessions with with people? Like if uh, if they want to come and to you? They're not, if they're not local? If they're not local, do you? Yeah, I, I don't do, um, I don't do individual Zoom sessions, but I have an online group coaching program for mm -hmm. lesbian couples. That's really fun and and amazing where do they find that yeah talk, talk about the website real quick yeah. so people know yeah where it's lesbiancouplesinstitute.com that's fantastic right. right so good yeah, and you can get a little a little free thing on there and and 
Uh, that, yeah. that puts you into my emails and then yeah. you'll hear from me with some, some regularities. That's so yeah. excellent. That's fantastic. Awesome. Well, thanks, Thank Dr. Spann. Thank you so You're much. welcome. See you next time. Bye. Cheers. Thank you. Like never stop chasing your dreams. Uh -huh. There, Bessie. See. <laughs> we drank way too much whiskey.